Hey everyone! Today I'm so excited to be talking with Tana Eubanks McCoy. Tana is a beauty from Dallas, Texas. She is a fitness model, swimsuit model, just recently qualifying in the top 35 for the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Series. Heck yes! She is an IFBB bikini pro, posing coach, better body stylist, and athlete. And above all of that, she is a female empowerment enthusiast, fashion lover, and a beautiful wife. Such a power combination and inspiration here. I cannot wait to get to know her better. All right, everyone. Today we have Tana Eubanks-McCoy joining us. How are you, Tana? Hey, Holly. I'm great. How are you? I'm super. How's your day going? It's going really well. I literally just got off the treadmill, ah. so it's even better because I'm done with cardio. <laughs> How long did you do cardio for? Um, well, right now I'm doing 30 minutes. Um, and, uh, so I just knocked out the full 30 minutes. It's actually my off day for training. So I only had to do cardio. Oh yeah. And is it steady state or is it, uh, intervals? Uh, it's actually steady state. I find that I do better with steady state. I'm like, uh, it's, it's kind of weird. I'm meant to be like an endurance runner. Um, so I do much better with steady state than I do hit. <laughs> cool. I prefer steady state, but I know that my body responds with, with hit pretty, pretty great, but it's just depending if I push myself hard enough. Or right. Not. I mean, it's like how, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Who <sighs> likes hit? <laughs> wow, I know. You always like it when it's over, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, my, my day is great because my cardio is done. <laughs> and is it a beautiful day there? You know what? It really is. I am here in Dallas, Texas, and it is sunshiny. Um, we've had a few thunderstorms this week, but it's actually a really pretty day. <laughs> cool. Um, so we just uh, introed you with a little bio, um, but we have listeners from all over the world, different walks of life. Um, so can you give us, other than your cardio, a little uh -huh. into your day-to-day -day routine? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm part of, uh, my husband and I are part owners, um, of our gym here in Dallas, Texas called destination Dallas. And we are also part owners in a fitness apparel line that's associated with that. That's called better bodies. Ah. And so that is a very typical day to day, always busyness going on is, uh, taking care of the business. Mm -hmm. And, um, not only that, um, I kind of, you know, I kind of do a little bit of everything cause, um, you know, we're part owners in the company, but I also work marketing within better bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm doing styling and, um, creative director for the photo shoots and, um, putting things together for the social media. And, um, so that's really fun. That's like my creative side. And then um, I'm also a posing coach for other NPC bikini competitors at our gym destination. Cool. So um, with Better Bodies, because I'm, I'm familiar with the brand, uh, did it start in Dallas? And when did you come on as part owners? 
It actually, it did not start in Dallas. So it's kind of a cool story. Um, it's kind of how Better Bodies got over here in the States. Um, but they are actually from uh, Stockholm, Sweden. Oh. And so, yeah. And the company has been going on for, you know, over 20 years now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting story. And so, um, you know, they been over there in Sweden, which is actually a rather small country. And the CEO, Michael Johansson was, uh, coming over to the States and wanted to bring the company over here. He just needed a great foundation to put, you know, like a flagship store and, you know, kind of have like a U.S. headquarters, Well, my husband and I were opening up our gym destination at the time. Mm -hmm. And so it just so happened that right when he was coming over here to the States, we were opening up our brand new gym. We met, we hooked up and said, we would love to have the, you know, company in our gym and just kind of go from there. And then, you know, about four years ago, our grand opening was about four years ago here in the next couple of weeks. Um, that's how Better Bodies, Gasp and Better Bodies is actually the brand, um, came about over here. And we've just kind of been excelling through there. My, my husband and I became um, partners within the company later. But um, yeah, that's how I got associated with it. And that's how they kind of came over here in the States. Very cool. Yeah. So then are you guys, um, are you part of every franchise that carries the brand then as well? Or how does that work? Yeah, we have different uh, resellers. So I know we have a Canadian reseller. Yeah. Gymstar um, Apparel, I believe. Yes. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was about to say Gymstar is uh, one of our uh, resellers. So we just have kind of uh, resellers all over. We have our main brand and then, um, it, we are, we sell in over 50 countries. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's all over Russia, um, yeah, Canada, here in the States, all of the Nordics. We have uh, Australia and, yeah, lots of different countries, but over 50. <laughs> and so then you are um, hands-on with the styling. Do you do design as well? I know I don't do design. I do. Um, it is really fun whenever I go over, um, to Stockholm to, you know, kind of be in the home office over there. I, um, get to go into the design department and, um, kind of, you know, see what they've got creating, but I mainly just do the styling. So after all of the outfits have come out and we're ready to shoot the new items on athletes and models, I get to put those things together and kind of create an idea and a concept. And, uh, I get to do like some style grids. So, you know, like, like flat lays and stuff like that. So, um, Yeah. And, and, you know, styling is like a hidden passion of mine. Like I love fashion and I love styles. So it's so cool that I get to do it in, in a way that has to do with, you know, a fit lifestyle too. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a, it's a perfect of both worlds. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so then you and your husband, um, own destination, the gym, uh, correct. That's what you said. Yeah, my husband is part owners, and I just you know I say me because I'm the wife, but yeah. you know he's the man. <laughs> he's you know like uh, yeah we are uh, part owners. We we are um, 
part owners in uh, Better Bodies and Destination. So um, the CEO is also a part owner of Destination and Better Bodies as well. We just kind of collided together and made one big company. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So do you train uh, train one-on-one or um, just deal with the posing? Yeah, I only do posing. I don't do training. Um, I just, I don't know. I, everybody always asks that. And I think it's really cool and rewarding to be a trainer, but I just, I have too many different things that I'm like being spread thin that I would, whenever I did do a little bit of training at one point, I was like, okay, I have to trim something down because I'm pulled in so many different areas. And I was like, I got to find my favorite things to do and do that. And so I just do uh, posing for bikini girls. Absolutely. I hear you. You got to not be a jack of all trades. You got to be master of one, right? Exactly. And you can get spread thin quick. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and especially with personal training, you want to, if you're in it, you gotta, you gotta be, it's personal. We always say before it's training. So you want to make sure that you're mentally all there for the, the people that would need you. Oh yeah. I mean, you want to, I mean, they're there to make a, a difference in their life and I want to be able to give that, um, to them. And so if I have, you know, if I can't put my full f- focus into it, then I don't want to do it at all. So yeah, absolutely. And and posing is like such a a critical uh, part of competing, as you would know. So that's that's amazing that you that you help coach that. Yeah, that's the stage and um, performing has always been a part of my life. I've been on stage since I was like three years old, doing you know tap, the basic tap, jazz, ballet, beauty pageants. I was cheerleader, gymnastics. I was I've always done some kind of performing, and so. Uh, whenever I got into competing and then I became a posing coach, that's where my true passion, I just truly love doing that. Oh, I love that. Um, so what is your uh, fitness philosophy? Do you have one? Does your, does your week to week look strategic or do you do just whatever you kind of feel like doing that day? Yeah. So as far as training and stuff goes, you know, I mean, my fitness philosophy for me and, and for everybody is do what works best for you. Mm. Um, you know, I do have a, a set training style and schedule that I personally follow through for the week and that always changes. But mm. if I'm, you know, talking to somebody else or trying to give advice, I always say, of course, this is what I do, but you need to find what's best for you mm. um, and your goals. And so, um, as of right now though, for me, I am, you know, doing like a six days a week program, body split style. Okay. And, um, but here recently, right before this switch, I was doing, um, a little bit more strength training and I was only training like three days a week. Oh, okay. To, to try to build, um, more size or what was the uh, plan behind that? Well, I have been off stage for now about two years. Mm -hmm. And, um, whenever I got done with my last show, I was like, if I have to go into the gym six days a week for two hours, 
and like each body part, I'm going to just give up and quit working out at all. Like I just couldn't do it anymore. I needed a change. I was bored. I was tired. I was worn out. I I was competing so much. I'd been competing for, you know, the past seven years, minimum four shows a year. Hmm. I was burnt. So I needed a change and I got with my um, strength coach, Brett Contreras, and I was like, I need something totally different. I need, I want to be strong. I, I obviously, I want to put size on. Um, and that was always a struggle for me because I'm, you know, I'm a pretty tall and lanky kind of girl. Mm. Um, and uh, so that was the goal ultimately was a change to have fun again and to get strong. And that is exactly what it did. So that was, you know, that was a three day a week program and it was total body. So, uh, completely different kind of a culture shock for me. Um, I was like, oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm was really scared to kind of get like fat or, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're not training as often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was actually able to maintain, um, you know, my, uh, uh, condition and I got stronger and it just kind of helped me you know, have fun again in the gym, which is what it's all about. Awesome. And so then uh, with the three days a week in the gym, um, did you find that you found something outside of the gym too that helped you balance um, balance your, your attitude and, and mental well-being uh, from being a little bit worn out? Yeah. I mean, it definitely was a refresher um, mentally because I wasn't in the gym what that, what felt 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it was, you know, a nice mental break to focus on some other things and not just totally focus on, I got to lift this and lift that. Um, I, I was struggling mentally whenever I was getting off stage, um, on how to, you know, find balance and find an overall just, you know, way of life Mm -hmm. because that's all I had really known. And so, um, you know, the three days a week is a little bit more realistic for everyday life if you're not competing. And uh, it was a nice mental break. And I was able to focus on some other things and not just be in the gym, you know, every day. And not only that, I ended up doing a powerlifting meet for fun. So, you know, I got to play around with another sport and try something else and, you know, try some new goals and ambitions. So, that was really cool and definitely out of my uh, league, it felt like. So that was fun. Super cool. And so then um, was, were you always competing with the MPC four times a year? Was that, was that the, the drill before you got your pro card? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I started out um, competing in the MPC in 2010. That was my first show. Mm-hmm. And, um, then I turned pro in 2011. And so I've been competing in the IFBB for gosh, now, like I've been a pro for six, seven years. And do you have a favorite stage? Olympia, of course. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Yes. The Olympia, my God, it's the Super Bowl of our sport, you know? Yeah. It's so awesome. Uh, yeah. do, do you go every year, um, even when you haven't been competing? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's just 
it's so fun. I mean, first of all, it's, yeah, it's the Super Bowl of our sport. Second of all, it's in Vegas. I mean, come on. If you're not on stage and you're not going, then what the hell are you doing? Like, you know, everybody who knows fitness or works out, they go to the Olympia. It's a fun way to get with everybody and, you know, just kind of see the sport in itself. Um, you know, it's always fun there competing. Obviously, it's always an honor to step on that stage. Yeah. But when I'm not competing, we definitely always go. <laughs> cool. Yeah, me too. I love it. And um, I love the Arnolds for the the sport of everything and, and the crowd that is at the Arnold, but nothing beats going outside and being in the sunshine. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, let's be real. I mean, I, I, I totally agree with your saying what you're saying. I mean, it's the Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger and like, that's so cool. And it just makes it so real, you know, it's, yeah. it's authentic, but then you walk out and you're like, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. From beans from Saskatchewan. I always, I was always like, Oh man, like February or March. Why do I have to go from cold to like usually colder? <laughs> yeah. That's, it's not fun. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you say that you're transitioning into uh, uh, training more and a different style. So does this mean that you're going to be getting on stage again soon? Uh, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's the plan. It's an idea. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, you know, set anything in stone. Um, I want to. And there's been a lot of thought and talk around it. And I actually have a new YouTube series out right now called Bikini Body Goals. And uh, episode one is up and it's called To Compete or Not to Compete. And I'm, you know, flipping up the idea and uh, I actually have episode two that'll be coming out within the next week. So I kind of give my answer um, there. (laughs) <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, we'll have to include that link and people can click through and watch. Yes, very cool. So we'll stay tuned with that. And uh, I've got some more episodes in line and ready to rock. So it's it's a thought though. Awesome. Um, and so then with your training style, do you have a, a nutrition philosophy that you follow? Um, and how does that change uh, depending on what you what goals you have coming up? So for me, um, you know, I, uh, again, you know, I have on here always, if I'm talking to somebody else and my philosophy behind it is because I hate to say like, this is what I do. And then women or girls listen to this and they say, oh, that's what I should do. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm always careful when I say stuff like that, because again, no matter what you're listening to or who you're, you know, getting advice from, you need to figure out what works best for you. And I'm a firm believer in that. Um, you can't just go off of, you know, this is what I do and this is the right way to do it. And I follow like, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm a, my philosophy on nutrition is always, and working out is everybody is different and do what's best for you. Um, and, and, you know, kind of figure out some things along the way. But for me personally, I am a, you know, pretty strict 
diet plan um, just because that's the way that I am mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, if I kind of just go too off too far off the bandwagon, then I don't feel good. I don't like the way that I feel. I don't like the way that I look. Um, I like to keep it kind of tight, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I, I keep a pretty strict diet and usually with like one or two cheat meals a week. Um, that way I can enjoy the cheat meals because if I'm a little bit looser with my plan throughout the week, then I don't get to really, you know, have so much of a cheat meal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm normally your, your pretty, uh, six, six meals a day kind of gal, <laughs> smaller yeah. meals. And, uh, it's your very basic chicken, turkey, rice, potatoes, oatmeal, egg whites. Um, there's, there's nothing crazy going on in this kitchen. I am not Betty Crocker. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's, everybody always asks me like, you know, what, what, uh, do you eat and how do you cook? And you should put up some YouTube videos on your, um, eating. And I was like, do you want to run away and never <laughs> like listen to me again? Because I'm telling you right now, it's boring as hell. Mm. I am, I'm all about quick and easy. I'm, mm. I'm perfectly fine with eating the same thing over and over again. And that's just kind of how I do it. Yeah. Me too. I totally agree with you. I I, I uh, just recently signed on with a, a food company, which is kind of like reopened my eyes to what like flavor is and that it, flavor doesn't really mean that you have to like be too creative. But man, I get stuck with like, I could eat chicken, broccoli and rice every single meal of every yeah. day and not like not get sick of it. But then I think mentally I do get a little bit sick of it and don't realize it because... I start to look at at cheating or something like that, but exactly, yeah, I'm totally with you. It's I I feel like you don't really have to be creative if you if it works for you to just be like that plain stuff, and it's just food as fuel. Then then totally go for it. But some people do need, like my husband, needs flavor. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm saying, that's why I said at the very beginning of this, like, you know, listen, do what works for you. Like, I want people when they're listening to this to not be like, oh my God, see, this is why I don't diet. This is why I don't eat clean is because it's so boring. See, she eats the same thing every day. And I'm like, yeah, girl, but that's, that's just what I do because, you know, I'm all about what you're saying. Like it works for me and I enjoy it because I get to enjoy my cheat meals that much more. (laughs) And so what is your favorite, uh, or do you have a favorite? Um, what is like a typical cheat meal? Is it sweet or savory or is it a favorite place out? Oh man. Well, (laughs) my gosh, don't even get me started because I am I am such a sweets freak. I love sweets, Mm -hmm. but normally my husband and I like to go get a burger and fries wherever that is. We are, it's like our fun little like burger checklist. Like we go to different (laughs) burger places here around Dallas and just try new burger joints. And then we usually hit up Froyo and then I usually raid the pantry. I go hard on my cheat meals. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love the burger. What's what's your favorite burger place so far? Oh gosh, that is so hard. I mean, I think I have to go with Hop Dotties. Oh, it's, I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's really good. It's here in Dallas, or um, it's just this little. Um, 
burger. Pl- it's not a burger place, but it's like a little uh, bar joint called Kelly's East Side. Oh. They have an incredible barbecue burger. And I love barbecue sauce on everything. I'm a Texas girl. I love barbecue. <laughs> well, yeah. And then that gets your sweet fix in there too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wicked. Um, so you are obviously leading the way for everyone that is following you. You're setting a great example. Um, do you have any key factors that have contributed to your success thus far? Yeah. I mean, you know, I just, uh, I've kind of never let up. Hmm. Um, I've always, uh, you know, just kept going and kept doing more and more, whether that was you know, doing, uh, at, f- at first it was, you know, competing a lot. Um, and then it was just, you know, staying in the gym, even when I'm not competing and just sharing and, um, you know, just keeping going and not, even if I don't have like a set goal at the end, like to do a specific, like a competition or get ready for something, I just kept going. I kept believing in my dreams and I kept dreaming. Um, so I think it's just, you know, never letting up and never giving up has kept me, uh, you know, kind of relevant. Awesome. So what, what is the dream? If you didn't have a specific goal that you were working towards in a month or two months, what was the ultimate dream that you always have in your head? I want to help empower and I want to help inspire women and, and girls and, you know, even some men, if that's, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I want to be somebody that some, somebody that somebody can look to for encouragement to help better themselves, whether that be, you know, getting fit and healthy, or if they just need some motivation and, and some inspiration to dream for themselves, Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are scared to dream and do things and get out there and, you know, just make a bucket list and, and live life. And that doesn't mean like get fit and compete or get fit and, and do some kind of competition, whether that be CrossFit or strongman or powerlifting. I'm just talking about live your life. Don't be scared to do whatever your dreams are. And I just want to help and empower and, and just kind of be that inspiration. And so that's what my dream has been when I'm not competing for something or trying to strive for something at the end. And so along the way, has there been anything that has knocked you down that you've had to overcome or any triumph that you've had to overcome to live the life of your dreams? Myself, (laughs) my own self. Um, It's, uh, it's so easy to, you know, show and promote that, you know, oh yeah, you can do it and you can live your dreams and you can Mm. be motivated, but then you sit there and you have the same question yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten in the way of my own dreams because I've doubted myself or second guessed um, or even, you know, kind of stopped believing in what I was doing. You know, I question, you know, am I doing what, what am I doing? Is it helping anybody? Am I making a difference? You know, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's kind of, I've, kind of gotten out of that funk almost just kind of here recently, which is, you know, kind of funny that you ask that because I 
got back, which I'm sure we'll kind of touch base with, but I got back from an audition with Sports Illustrated (laughs) and um, that was so awakening for me. Um, Why? Why? It just, first of all, to even be accepted Mm. into that was absolutely like unreal. (laughs) I, I couldn't even believe that I was even remotely thought of, you know, like they actually chose me. They chose 35 girls of 5,000 submissions. That's amazing. And, and, and so it's just, and I'm still in shock when I say that. That's why I'm like stuttering right now is because I'm like, I just can't even well, fathom it, you know, like. Yeah, it, I've seen your pictures, so I'm not shocked. <laughs> well, oh, thank you. That is really sweet. I appreciate that. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it it just kind of woke me back up and, and was like, you know, you can do this, girl. Like, mm-hmm. you can be an inspiration, you know? Like, I don't, I don't want to just be a model and just be like, yeah, look at me. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just here and this is me and I'm a model. I want to help. Mm-hmm. And when I went and auditioned for the Sports Illustrated and I talked to you know, the editors, MJ Day, and, um, you know, all those other girls that were there auditioning. It was just so, you know, yeah, awakening because everybody was there to try for the same thing, but everybody was different. Mm. Every, it wasn't like just fitness. Yeah. It was, you know, all different shape, body shapes and, and types and ethnicities. And it was just kind of like, you know, everybody's here for a different like purpose, but it's to just help inspire women and just kind of, it was all about that empowerment. And I was like, this is what I'm doing, Mm. you know, like, and I can bring a fitness and healthy lifestyle to it. Oh yeah. I love that. So like the process of, of, um, being one of the 35, was it an open call that you just like just mm-hmm. thought, well, hey, why not? I'm going to do this. Or was it something that you trained towards um, that you had kind of uh, goal set for yourself? Well, I mean, what girl doesn't grow up dreaming of being in Sports Illustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be lying if I, if I said that I hadn't sought out for it mm-hmm. because I had many times tried to look into how you could get into Sports Illustrated. And that, for somebody like me, who is not with a agency mm-hmm. or um, not a big-time mainstream model, that was not heard of. There was no such thing as a, and quote, normal girl getting into Sports Illustrated. And so I kind of just was like, well, that's never going to happen. But, uh, you know, bravo to those, uh, those big time models getting in there. Mm. And one day I'm flipping through my Instagram and pops open um, Sports Illustrated open casting call. Mm. And yeah, that's exactly what I did. And I clicked on that and I read it. I dropped my phone. I started running around the house. I was like, no way, no way, no way, no way. I picked my phone back up. I called my husband. I said, I sent him the screenshot and I said, I have to do this. I have to do this. I cannot die knowing that this was going on. And I didn't at least try. Mm -hmm. 
So I, um, a part of that open casting call was that you, your first audition was to make a video, post it on Instagram, tag them with the right hashtag. And then if you got, you know, accepted, then they would contact you. So that week I got with a videographer, made my video, put it up there. Two days later, Sports Illustrated contacted me via Instagram and said, congratulations, we'd love for you to come to New York for our second audition. Oh, wow. So I get there and um, yeah, it was 35 of 5,000 submitted. And uh, so that was, that was unreal. I couldn't even believe that I was even selected for that. I just wanted to be able to say that I even tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then, so then you went to New York and then, and then what happened? Yeah. So I uh, went to New York and it was so cool. There were, you know, 30 well, I mean, 35, including me, mm-hmm. um, other women there and all of them, you're just looking at all of them like, oh my God, she's so pretty. <laughs> oh my God, she's so pretty. Like you're just looking at everybody like, how is this even going to work? Like, how do they not choose all of us? You know, it's like, it's not fair. You know, everybody was so beautiful in their own way. And it was just so different from what I'm used to seeing in the fitness industry. And I loved it. I love the, you know, diversity of it. And, mm-hmm. um, so that was really cool. But the, the first part of the day started out, we did test shots with a photographer, a sports illustrated photographer, Taylor Ballantine. Okay. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, you know, got to put on all these different bikinis from Sports Illustrated and different bikini lines and just did some test shots. And then the second portion of the day um, was an uh, interview, in-person interview with um, all of the editors of the magazine. And that was really cool. And that was the part right there that kind of, you know, spoke to me the most was because, you know, all of the editors were women. Mm. And it was just so inspiring to me to see all these women in here and, um, you know, they're all about women empowerment. And I was like, they were really intrigued with the fact that I was, you know, in the fitness industry and they wanted to know, you know, how they should work out and do things. So that was, you know, and I was like, that was instantly right there. Like, I was like, man, I have, you know, so much to offer in Mm -hmm. that, you know, with, with fit and being healthy in that lifestyle, because that's not, you know, to a lot of people, it's very foreign. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a, it was a long day, but it was in Brooklyn so it was really cool. We made a couple days stay out of it and um, went and toured the city. So that was really fun. And then uh, I came home and that was kind of it until we heard back, you know, a few weeks later on who made the final cut for the top 15. And I unfortunately did not make that final cut. But And, and so then can you retry next year or is there like opportunities that present themselves because you made it that far? I, you know what, Holly? I sure as hell hope so, mm. because I would love to go back and mm. audition again. And I'm not sure how that works, but if it is, and you better bet your bottom dollar, I will be on their front doorstep. Oh. <laughs> I will be there. If I'm allowed to, then most definitely I will uh, try again. Um, I'm sure... 
they, you know, they keep your stuff on file and they kind of, you know, go through and look for all the different things throughout the year and see what they need. Mm -hmm. So hopefully maybe I could be of some use for something in the future. So we'll see. We'll see. That's so awesome. I love it. Every experience like opens new doors. So even if it's a no right now, you never know when it's going to be a yes in the future. And I, I totally love and relate to that story. I've, I've always looked up to up to those types of opportunities and some of the things that the fitness industry has has offered me has been things that I would never even thought to apply for or try for but it's like why not right yeah and that's and that's the whole thing is like exactly what you're saying why not that's you know was my whole whenever I got back from that trip I was like you know if I had not if I would have been too scared to even put my myself out there, to be vulnerable, put this video out on social media and not be accepted. If I would have been too scared to do that, I would have missed this. Mm-hmm. And that's a lifelong dream of mine that I would have missed. And I jumped on it. I did it. I got accepted. No, I didn't go the whole way. But hell, it be now I can die happy knowing that I did it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to share is, you know, no matter what your goals are, whether that's applying for Sports Illustrated or competing in a fitness or to lose five pounds or to just apply for a new job position mm-hmm. or to travel to Thailand for three weeks to see the other side of the world, go for it, yes. do it, do it. And that, and that's what inspired me to kind of get back in my, uh, you know, in my way of, you know, getting out there more and just you know, sharing my journey and hope that it it helps somebody in some way. Absolutely. It always does. It always speaks. Even if people don't respond, they see. And um, as long as you're living by example and you're happy with how you're living, it it speaks to others. So powerful. And with social media, we have the ability to to do it and to inspire it forward. I I love that. I know. That's really cool. So you said that you had uh, competed your whole life and uh, done different types of competitions and um, were used to being on stage. So how did you get your start into uh, becoming the bikini model and the um, IFBB pro that you are? Yeah, that's a fun story in itself (laughs) because, you know... I uh, I had been on stage my whole life, like I was saying, and then when I graduated high school, I was like, you know, well, now what am I going to do? Because I'm not in gymnastics anymore. I'm not in my dance stuff anymore. Um, it'd be long before I do beauty pageants again because I was just kind of getting tired of doing beauty pageants. Mm-hmm. I actually have a quote that I said to my mom mom, I don't think I want to do beauty pageants anymore. I just want to do the bikini round. And she looked at me and she starts, yeah, she starts laughing and she's like, yeah, good luck with that, honey. Like they don't have things like that. Well, sure enough, a year or so later after high school, I moved up to Dallas because I'm from a very small town. Mm-hmm. Um, south of Dallas. And um, I moved to Dallas and I started just, I started doing like bikini competitions, like bikini pageants, like Hawaiian Tropic and that kind of stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, just around town and whatnot. And I was competing in one and my now husband, Greg McCoy, um, was judging 
<laughs> one of the competitions. Uh-huh. And so he was um, taking interest in me <laughs> and he w- waited for me after the competition and, you know, was obviously just trying to introduce himself, but he also told me, you know, he was a trainer at the time and he had his own gym. He, before we had destination had owned uh, Metroflex gym mm. uh, here in Dallas and he gave me his business card and was like, I'm a trainer. I think you would be really great competing in the fitness industry for the NPC. Uh, you should consider it. And so I came home that night and I emailed him immediately and was like, I'd love to start you know, training with you. This is something that I've always been interested in mm-hmm. and I just had never known how to do it. And so within that same month, I started training for my first uh, NPC show and I think just like eight weeks later, I competed in my first NPC show and I won the overall. Oh, and wow. Yeah. And the rest is history. And then, you know, I mean, Greg started out as my trainer, but we eventually uh, started dating and, you know, now we're married, but we've been together now for seven years. Um, so but yeah, that's how I found out about the NPC IFBB. Was it... Was the bikini division just starting at that time? It actually, it had been, it was very new. It was very new, but it it had already started like maybe just one or two years prior to that. Hmm. So it was very new. It was right when, you know, the Amanda Latonas of the world and the Marzia Princes of the world, um, because I had met both of them at that time and it was very new. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it was, had only been going on for maybe a couple years. Cool. That's so awesome. Um, and so then how do you continue to invest in yourself, um, to lead in the industry? You know, um, I just keep doing things to challenge myself. Um, I don't want to get stagnant and just Mm -hmm. do the same thing. Um, I want to better myself. And so I'm always working on that no matter what it is and not just in the gym, you know, lifting weights or setting PRs or anything that's, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in everyday life challenges, I'm always trying to better myself and just make sure that what I'm giving and trying to share with everybody else is actually helping and not just, you know, throwing something out there to just say, look at me. <laughs> I want it to actually help somebody. And so I'm always looking for that. And, uh, and so what is one like um, particular example that comes to your mind uh, that helps you better yourself other than lifting weights or eating healthy? Um, what, what in your personal life would you say contributes to that? Um, well, I'm trying to find balance still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is a constant struggle with everybody in the world mm-hmm. and, and not even people who just have, um, a struggle of balance of gym life versus, uh, you know, life at home. I think people struggle with that, with finding balance from working too much and being at home or mm-hmm. family time and et cetera. And so I'm, you know, working on finding a balance between all of that and sharing that. And I think that that is what is helping me to become better um, because balance is a hard thing in life, you know? Mm-hmm. 
so do you do you plan out your day strategically is fitness always kind of allocated to the morning or the afternoon and then um and then you can face the rest of the day or uh, do you do you kind of have a schedule yeah you know i'm pretty fortunate i i'm very lucky with being able to kind of uh create my own schedule Mm -hmm. and that makes it very easy for me to achieve my fitness goals um but I have a set time of where I work on business from like the morning until mid afternoon around two or three. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I usually train around two or three. And so when I'm talking about business from the morning until about two in the afternoon or three in the afternoon, that's everything that's, you know, my posing clients, um, working, uh, within the company, better bodies at the gym. Um, and that's, you know, working on my own personal business as well, uh, myself as a brand, um, with my YouTube channel and my social media. And, um, I just recently started, um, blogging. And so I have a new website up and, um, launching that very soon. So, um, I'm always working on those things from the morning to the afternoon. Then I train and I'm usually like to be home around, you know, six o'clock so I can have that time for me and, um, being home and being with my husband and my two dogs. So, um, you know, I, I try to fit it in that kind of schedule. And of course it, you know, it, it changes day by day, but that's more or less how my schedule goes. Awesome. And so what is the website that you've just launched? It is TanaEubanks.com. Cool. Um, And so then, so you have experience on the stage, you've got experience with photo shoots, and now you've got experience with being in front of like a group of casting um, people live in a swimsuit. So what are a few tips and tricks that kind of carry through all three of those scenarios that help you um, achieve your best luck? Yeah. So a, a lot of people were asking me, you know, whenever I found out that I would be going to um, New York for Sports Illustrated, if I would be prepping for mm-hmm. that. And I was like, absolutely not. You know, like, first of all, they don't want to see a shredded girl. Like, that's not what Sports Illustrated, you know, competition lean is uh, not a normal look for, you know, a mainstream magazine. And to be honest with you, I tried to not uh, look too lean for just regular photo shoots or anything. I try to keep, you know, a very... um, balanced look, Mm -hmm. um, for photo shoots or for a casting or anything. The only time I come in, you know, looking very lean or competition is for a competition. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep everything just kind of steady for, you know, photo shoots and stuff like that. I don't really do too much trimming down or anything. And, um, you know, I'll maybe if I want to tighten up a little bit for a photo shoot or a casting, maybe I'll cut my cheat meals out, um, or amp up the cardio some, but I, I kind of 
keep everything nice and steady so uh, that I'm not changing too much, you know, because if I look one way one day in one photo shoot and then I show up to the casting and I showed them my pictures and I look completely different, that's not really, you know, it's kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I try to keep everything balanced and try to stay looking one way um, always. And if I want to tighten up a little bit, then I'll make some small changes, but nothing too drastic. Cool. I love that. It's all about the balance. Yes. Um, And so then what projects are you excited about right now? And uh, what does your brand look like in five years? So um, as I was uh, saying, you know, a minute ago, I I do a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of what I'm most excited about right now is everything that I am doing because it's all uh, going really well. Um, you know, my posing business is going really well. Um, the modeling aspect of my brand, my, you know, Tony Eubanks brand is going really well. Um, and, uh, the company gasp and better bodies and the gym, it's all doing really well right now. So I'm very excited for all of that. The newest project right now though, is my, uh, blogging. Um, as I had mentioned, I'm, you know, have a hidden passion for fashion and styling. And so um, I'm incorporating that in a uh, fashion blog that I'm launching. And so that's my uh, most exciting uh, project that I'm working on right now. Wicked. So then is it going to be fashion blogging um, specific for sport and fitness or is it kind of um, lifestyle? Will it just be better bodies or is it all types of brands? It is a, it's a little bit of fitness lifestyle and just, you know, like kind of going out outfits. Like it's, it's not going to be only fitness and it's not going to be just fashion. It's, it's a mixture of both and showing, you know, trying to promote that fit lifestyle, but looking cute too. And that you can be, you know, fit and look cute. And then here are some ideas on how to dress up, you know, cause I've got my girls that are super sporty that don't know, you know, they need tips on how to dress up and how to put things together. And then I've got my girls that are usually, you know, fashionistas that want to look cute in the gym. So mm-hmm. I love to be able to share both of that and bring that together. And that's what my fashion blog is, is about. And it will be whenever I do uh, blogging about workout clothes, of course, it will only be better bodies. <laughs> yes. Love it. And so then is that where your brand is going in the next five years? Yeah. You know, it's again, just spreading that, you know, uh, empowerment and motivating women and, um, you know, taking care of themselves, mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means, you know, taking care of yourself in the gym, making yourself be confident, you know, uh, with your styling and your fashion and just, you know, overall well-being. Cool. Um, so we have made it to the Fit Girl 5. Uh, just five little questions that we want to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, so okay. what is your must-have beauty product? Oh, man. I don't know about you, but I have to have my eyebrows on. I <laughs> I am blonde mm. and my it, now it was a hard 
it was a hard tie between some one of my mascaras or my eyebrow products, but eyebrows I think is a must. Um, I have very light eyebrows. And so, um, I have just recently been using Kelly Baker's eyebrow kit and it is absolutely amazing. And I can't go anywhere without it. She has this little awesome tool in there. That's basically like mascara, but for your eyebrows. Oh. So you can brush just a tiny bit on your eyebrows and it looks like I have eyebrows on without like drawing them on or anything. It's just a very fresh, natural look. And I just feel more complete. Mm -hmm. Like you can express yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, without eyebrows, I just feel so naked because I'm so blonde and light haired that it's just real bland. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to wear a whole lot of makeup every day. Don't get me wrong. I love getting glammed up, but Mm -hmm. I'm in the gym a lot and I, my pores are going to get clogged and I just want to keep my skin healthy. So I try to keep the makeup down to a minimum. Mm -hmm. So I really will always want to have my eyebrows though. <laughs> awesome. Have you ever thought about microblading? I have, but I just don't know if I want that like semi-permanent, you know, like uh, the styles change so much with mm-hmm. like eyebrow shaping and like, it, do you know what I mean? Like the, you either have the fluffy eyebrows or you have the super defined eyebrows. And so I feel like with the microblading, it makes it a little bit more, um, defined yeah absolutely. yeah and and permanent and so I'm just kind of scared of the the permanent part scares me I've seen really great um you know before and afters with it and it sounds awesome but I think I'm just too scared for it (laughs) (laughs) um and so your must-have workout gear I think I know obviously (laughs) better bodies yeah it's obviously um like is it the leggings that you like the best or which uh specific piece is your favorite? Oh yeah. It's definitely the tights. All of better. I mean, I think better bodies is on the map. Basically. I mean, our, the foundation is the tights. We have Mm -hmm. like some of the best tight around the Mm -hmm. quality is great. Um, and then, you know, all of the different styles, like with the patterns that we have, we're most known for the camo Mm and, the dark green camo and the dark gray camo. And then now most recently our white camo. Um, my favorite pair of tights is just out the Astoria curve tights. These tights are the most comfortable tights you have ever worn. I still quote this. I feel naked in them. Um, it basically feels like you're wearing nothing. They are just so loose on you. I mean, they're tight, obviously, but they're so comfortable and stretchy. They're seamless. They're gray, which is gray is my favorite color. Mm. I wear gray always. Um, so I just think that they're the best all around tight. They're very form fitting for every physique. They look great on everybody. Wicked. I'll have to check them out. The Astoria, you said? Astoria? Astoria Curve. Cool. Yes. Um, your favorite app? Well, Besides Instagram, I mean, (laughs) Pandora is probably my favorite app. Mm -hmm. Um, Music is everything to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I love music. I've always danced. And um, yeah, I mean, 
music of all types. I mean, it just puts you in the best mood, whether that's to get ready for your workout or kill your cardio session or hell, sometimes when I'm food prepping, I crank up the music just to, you know, get me going. So, you know, music, music, uh, it speaks and I, I love it. So I can't live without my Pandora. I love that. Um, and what is in your gym bag? Oh, my gym bag. Oh man. Well, there's usually always food in there because <laughs> I bring my meals with me everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I have cardio shoes because I don't like to do cardio in my regular shoes because I usually like to keep my regular shoes like nice and clean and like, you know, um, not rugged and cardio just kind of wears them down. Mm-hmm. Um, bands because I do a lot of banded work for glutes. So I have all different types of bands in there. Um, my beats, because yeah. again, I can't live without my music. Mm-hmm. Um, laptop, because I'm usually always working. And if I get some downtime, then I pull that bad boy out and just start working away, especially now with my recent blogging. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I think that's it. A wallet. Cool. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I'm like, I feel like I need to go look in it right now. <laughs> like it's like the Barney bag. Like you don't know what you're going to pull out of there. <laughs> a red band, a blue band. Yeah, no, but seriously, I mean, there are different colored bands for sure. <laughs> um, and so then a bucket list adventure or travel destination. Oh, oh man. There are so many of those, Holly. That's hard. Because mm-hmm. that's like, that's the one thing that my husband and I, that's my favorite thing that we do is we, we actually have a bucket list. Like we have a piece of paper with bucket list marks on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you have to. Yeah. And it's so fun. It's mm-hmm. so fun. We've been checking them off and then we have some bigger ones. Um, and, you know, we're always doing that with our travels. Um, and so I think, um, the next place that we're really looking into going is Hawaii. Um, where? Yeah. Maui. Mm, Cool. Never been. Yeah. No. And, and neither have I. So, um, he's been to Hawaii when he was younger, but he was younger. So he doesn't really remember it. So now, um, you know, I think that that's our next one. We've done a lot of cool places, Uh, We went to Thailand for three weeks for our honeymoon. So, um, you know, we like to, we like to see a lot of the world, but I think Hawaii is on that next bucket list. Oh, I love it. I want to go to Thailand so much. It Uh, is incredible. Yeah. You think three weeks is long enough? I do. You could totally get away with longer though, because there's so much to see and you need to like, you need to have that time. First of all, I mean, let's be real. Okay. It takes like 24 hours to get there. Mm -hmm. So you need at least, you know, like two full travel days just to get there because of the time change and, Mm -hmm. you know, plane rides and all that. And then you don't want to just stay in one spot. You want to see a little bit of everywhere. So we did a couple days in Bangkok, a couple days in on PP Island a week in Phuket and then back to Bangkok. So yeah, I mean, I think three or four weeks is good. Cool. 
Um, and so then any last notes, Tana, or and the best way that uh, we can all engage with you? Um, yeah, I mean, the best way to interact with me or, or to find me is uh, definitely through Instagram. Uh, you can find me at, at Tana Eubanks McCoy. And then um, if you're not on Instagram, then you can follow me on Facebook. And uh, it's just facebook.com backslash Tana Eubanks McCoy. Perfect. Super easy. Yes. Yeah. It's just my name. <laughs> well, it was awesome to get to know you so much better. Um, and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks so much, Tana. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. This is actually my first podcast. And Ooh. I'm so, yes. And I'm so excited that it's with fitness girls. I'd love um, I love being a part of that because I think it all goes into what um, I'm all about. And that's like sharing and empowering women and uh, living that fitness, healthy lifestyle. So I think it's a, a perfect little collab. Amazing. Well, you contribute to the community and you did an amazing job for your first time. Well, thank you so much. And uh, thank you for having me. Have a great day. Bye. All Tana. right. Bye.